So the great thing about MSU Denver Online is that it's a top-notch university that's online and it's perfect for every type of student. Whether you're a first-time freshman looking to get your college degree for the first time, whether you already have your degree, or maybe you're just a couple credits away from finishing your degree and you're trying to go back to school, maybe you're looking to get a master's, looking to get a second degree, MSU Denver Online has the classes, the programs, the majors, the professors, they have everything. They have all the tools that you would need to have a great educational experience. They are affordable and they offer rigorous online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. And like I said, they're perfect for every type of student. And they also work with you around your schedule as well. So if you still need to be working a part-time job while you're going to school, if you need to work a full-time job while you're going to school, MSU Denver can work with you to make that happen. Check out all their classes online, and maybe you'll sign up for a course this summer. Your thoughts on the way Jokic plays the game? Uh, have you been in these sessions before? I've said this like 10 times, and I'm not writing your article for you. Ask one of your colleagues. He's magnificent. Magnificent. I'll just leave it at that. Here it goes. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNBA live show presented by Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, Adam Mattis from DNBR. I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Eric. You know him as D-Line Co. Hey, guys. What's what's going on? Let's go. Let's go. It's Monday. What's going on? (laughs) Usually, I usually you give me a little bit more to work with. I I, like respond to. I don't. don't, I'm not a self-starter, Adam. I need something to respond to. (laughs) You're an assist guy. I said that. Seated right to the right of him, the man who has brought hurricane force winds to Colorado. It's Harrison Wynn. (laughs) So uh, Father's Day in two weeks. If you're getting your dad manscaped, I don't know if you want to like be in the room when you hand him that gift. Like maybe it's a type of gift you mail, but I don't know. It could be a good idea. Just could be a good idea. mail to your dad manscaped. No, so just like Father's Day. I wonder who it came from. Could it you, be my son? you can tell him it's from you, but just like I don't know. I wouldn't want to be in the room if I'm giving that to him. Well, all right. <laughs> very, very interesting. The man. Maybe who... just not when he's using it. <laughs> Well, the man who is celebrating summer through (laughs) the expression of fashion, it's Brendan Vogt. Quick question for Harrison. Did you just go golfing today or just feeling the Puma polo here? No, I'm uh, I'm on an MPJ vibe right now. Uh, Me and MPJ Puma gang. (laughs) I was going to say, you look a lot like him. I'm predicting an MVP quality performance from Harrison Wynn tonight. Me too. It's going to be MVP quality. And then, of course, our old friend from NOLA.com. And the New Orleans advocate covering the Pelicans like nobody else. It's Christian Clark. Christian, what's up, buddy? Hey, hey. I'm always uh, happy to see you when Vote is out here wearing the, the floral print shirts. That's how I know it's summer. Let's <laughs> go, baby. <laughs> or any other day of the year. Yeah, day ending in Y. <laughs> you, do, you really do uh, own that one. So first of all, Christian, Thank man, it's great, to, it's great to have you on. I love the, uh, the library look that you have there. Have you read all of the books behind you? <laughs> Uh, no, I think my dad keeps like encyclopedias and stuff. I don't know. He's a pretty big nerd in the best way possible, but no, I haven't. He has, he has like those Robert Caro books about Lyndon B. Johnson. I haven't read any of those. <laughs> you could have just said yes. And we'd have been like, wow. Yeah, like, then moved impressive. <laughs> Christian Clark. No, but seriously though, what percentage of books that you guys have at your own personal bookshelves have you actually read mm-hmm. in their entirety? I would give myself like 20%. Yeah. If that, man, if that. What? Yeah. I've I've read twenty percent of ninety percent of the books I own. Oh, that's gotta be worth something. <laughs> that's that's. I'm just like never gonna equation. finish them. Uh, no, we're excited to have Harrison on. Obviously, we're gonna talk about some New Orleans. I'm very stuff. very excited to be on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Christian. Christian. <laughs> oh man, our Monday shows are always great. Uh, we're gonna talk some New Orleans in segment two. In segment three, we're gonna play the game that's soon to be sweeping America. I can't oh, wait. Oh baby, I cannot it is wait. Rate the spice. You guys are not ready for rate the spice. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be. It's the best way to kickstart your Monday. But before we get there, guys. Um, and when I, I could see Harrison actually throwing on the Puma polo every time he plays WWE. That's, that's like a Harrison move. He's got the glove. You put the one glove on. Like, right, yeah. Harrison, do you have a visor? Oh, I wish. If I had a visor, I'd put it on right now. 
I mean, I don't. I, I drink a tall boy every time I play, just like I, when I play regular golf. So what's the what's if the? If I had one of Eric's like Kangol caps, I'd throw one of those on too. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get you one. No problem. I, I'm trying to talk Brandon in because my big thing at for Father's Day, I've already talked with my wife. I already know what we're doing. I want to get golf clubs, and I'm trying to talk Brandon Spano into doing a whole like golf um, like video me as I learn golf over the summer and make like a little series. I think it'd be fun. I, think it'd be I, fun. I feel like this is an idea that sounds really good. And then your third week in, you're like, what are we doing here? Well, it would, maybe it would only be three weeks. It doesn't, I'm not, it's not, this isn't going to be a complete like series where it takes time. It's just anytime I go golf. But here's the thing. I'm convinced I'm going to be oh great God. at it. And I'm I sincere about I that. I, that. I feel like I'm going to be incredible at golf. Well, I, I am so <laughs> in on this idea. This I think this might be the greatest idea in the history of DNVR. You know what the greatest thing is? That Adam has been golfing before. And so he knows that he's not amazing at it. But he's just, he's, since then, he's played a bunch of WGT and has convinced himself that the skills are the same. I do. I have convinced myself. <laughs> when was the last time you played um, actual golf? Um, well, it was not that long ago, maybe five months. I don't know. The time is irrelevant. How'd it, it go? Was last uh, fall. How did oh, that turn I out? Had, I had snowmen on like the first like seven holes. So it took me a while okay. to get so used to it. So that's a 56 it, through but, seven. <laughs> but after that, after that, I was like, I was starting to get pretty good. I was starting to not be too bad. Putting is tough, but everything oh, else boy. I'm pretty like right yeah, on the money. So putting's the most important part of the game. That's well, that, that might be your first lesson. Guys, yeah. it's only, it's only been one time out. I've, I've got a lot of room to grow here. So, um, do you golf Christian? Uh, no, I, I tried right after I was done playing high school sports. I was like, I should learn how to do this. I'm just, I can't do it. I'm not good. I can't hit a drive. Uh, I don't have like the fine motor skills to do it. <laughs> uh, can't do it. Yeah. That is pretty analogous to uh, how I feel. I'm not saying I'm going to join the PGA. I'm, I'm just saying that I have a feeling I'm going to be exceptional at it. So we'll film it and we'll find out. Um, <laughs> just the senior tour, probably. Which nugget is the best golfer? Ooh, there, a there's question. a clear answer. It's Paul Millsap. Who's like a <laughs> spokesperson for the PGA Tour? All right, all right. Paul, what I love about Millsap is he does put on the full golf uniform, like when he goes. We were joking about the visor and the polo, but Paul Millsap totally does the the heist like plaid socks. Oh yeah, yeah. He does the, the whole thing. The fact that he ha- has Instagrammed a lot, like in past summers on the golf course, I'm convinced he's a decent golfer. Yeah. I can see. I think he's good at everything. His post game interviews are like a golfer's, like post match <laughs> interviews. He doesn't get too high to it. I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Tough it's conditions like today. We did our best. We are not Mitchie 5280. We are going to talk about Jokic's body a lot and uncomfortably so. Again, we do, every time we can talk about his body. If there's one thing we're going to do on the show, it's that. <laughs> there's one thing every show we'll, we'll, we will talk about. It's Jokic's incredible body. And we're actually going to start there. Maybe not right there, but. On Friday, almost immediately after we finished recording this show on Friday, we got to talk to Jamal Murray, and it was great to see him and hear from him, um, you know, about a variety of topics. But it was actually a really interesting interview, I thought, overall, Harrison, because he, in addition to be giving thoughtful answers throughout and spending, you know, 15, 20 minutes talking to everybody, at the end, he flipped the script and, and asked for all of the media to sort of share instances when they have experienced racism personally or even just witnessed racism or anything like that. And it was kind of interesting because in addition to just sort of flipping the script, first of all, you have to know that Jamal never does this stuff. Jamal doesn't like talking to the media, as almost no players do. And he's never extended a conversation with the media beyond the very tight window that he has to. So as soon as it's over, it's over. And this one, he sort of opened up a dialogue. And I thought it was interesting because – it really felt to me, and you can give your perspective, Harrison, it felt to me like that's all he was trying to do, start a dialogue, put people in an uncomfortable spot, because that's the moment in time we're in. We're in a, a, a moment for uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, totally. That, that was a fascinating end to that Zoom call, because I thought that the main thing to come out of that was definitely going to be that Jokic has a four-pack, <laughs> and that <laughs> right, uh, right. Jamal and, and the Nuggets think they're winning a championship this season. But, uh, I mean, what happened at the end totally stole the show. And, yeah, you're exactly right how that happened. After all the media were done asking questions, uh, the call was about to end, and he said, hold on, I have a question for the media, and asked all of us if we've ever been uh, victims of racism. And sure enough, there were uh, African-American reporters on the call, uh, people of all different backgrounds and ethnicities and races, and it was a – productive discussion i thought and it's the exact type of discussion that we've got to have in society right now to move past some of these issues and uh 
get to a better spot. It's the exact type of uncomfortable conversations we need to have. And the fact that Jamal made the initiative to have it, I, I thought it was a tremendous moment. I thought it was honestly probably one of his defining moments as a Denver Nugget. What did you? I mean, vote. That's kind of that's kind of strong. What did you? Like, we're talking about Jamal Murray's comments here. Are you are you good to go, or do I need to skip over you? Yep. Perfect. Uh, Christian, you can tell us a little bit about in New Orleans, sort of how things have gone. I mean, what have conversations been like for you between, you know, front office, coaching staff and players? Have you had that access so far? And if so, what 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 kind of things are the players and, and, and coaches saying? Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I mean, the, the New Orleans front office is, you know, really diverse. I think Swin Cash is I believe she's the highest ranking you know female executive in all of the NBA. Um, you know, she's been pretty vocal throughout all of this. Um, the number two in the Pelicans front office, Trasia Langston, is oh, yeah. mixed race. Um, there are just a lot of diverse voices in the front office. And, you know, I think the Pelicans just encourage their players to, to use their voice. I mean, just the thing that's, that's been interesting to me is, you know, apart from the three years I lived in Denver, I've lived in the South my entire life. I've lived in Texas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and now Louisiana. You know, I, I know a lot of people, I'm friends with a lot of people who, who would just say, you know, the best government is small government. I'm, I just know a lot of conservative people. And I see so many people, like, saying on social media and participating in these protests, like, they're just viewing this as just a human rights issue, which it is. I mean, people from all across the spectrum, which I think is really cool. It, it just is a human rights issue. Yeah, it feels like it has sort of penetrated into the, the, the different bubbles, the various bubbles, unlike maybe anything else has, uh, you know, the, these conversations have in a while. Um, how many sort of interactions have you have you talked to any, you know, of, of, of the, the players? Have there been like formal meetings between players and media or anything like that um, on this topic? I know when we talked to Jamal, he had mentioned that the Nuggets had not yet sort of sat down as a team, but he thinks that they will, um, which I found kind of interesting. Yeah, the Pelicans haven't really uh, made anyone available. I've just seen a couple guys, you know, shouting out on social media. Um, but I think, you know, they've done a really good job. Uh, Griff and Alvin Gentry did a, a roundtable with Ernie Johnson on, on TNT. And, you know, I think Griff's main message was we should just listen to black people. Like, if you're a white person, uh, like we all are, I mean, I think now is a really good time to just hear and read and consume you know as many opinions and viewpoints from from black people as you can right now yeah. mm -hmm. uh, i'm going to move on now to the other sort of takeaway the the big one you, you referenced earlier we talked earlier in the last week about how tim conley had mentioned Jokic being in incredible shape and he kind of hyped him up and i'll be honest with you guys i couldn't tell if he was joking if there was a little bit of tongue-in-cheek <laughs> like oh yeah he's in great shape oh he's got abs i saw him whatever but then jamal and i still don't know if these people are jo I can't tell jamal about it, to be honest with you i kind of feel like they're all playing a prank on us right like it kind of almost feels that way but jamal murray went on to say that Jokic has a four pack and Ooh. that he's moving so well that it's almost weird to watch him he's i can't remember the exact quote but it's something to the effect of like yeah, he's just moving around so weird, so well, and the all the fat is just completely off him. So, I, I'll start with you. Vote. Just are you buying? Are you buying this? Uh, so as always, I think the answer lies somewhere in the middle. I, I'm buying that he's in great basketball shape, um, or yeah. all all things considered, he's um, in great off season shape. Yeah, like sure, yeah. yeah. But I don't. I mean, these abs could be some pretty. Uh, abs could be carrying a lot of weight <laughs> linguistically. Is there. four pack carrying even more weight? Like, first of all, four is an interesting number for a pack. Yeah. Like, usually it's a six pack. Yeah. So I don't well, know. the bottom two are really hard to Those get. Those are really but tough. Those are really maybe tough we're players. seeing some ribs. But I, I do think I do think he's. Uh, it sounds like we alluded to earlier. He, he's staying disciplined, which is what's encouraging. Are you buying <laughs> this, Eric? A hundred percent. I'm all in. Absolutely. <laughs> like I'm, I'm making the shirts. I'm making beach body bomb. Oh uh, man, shirts. Six pack yoke. Oh, we need a four pack yoke. You're right. Oh. Four pack. Can yolk. it just but be absolutely. that like, head in a yes. whole thing? But it's yes, yes. Yes, I'm gonna make exact. 
Well, I'm going to make just the Jokic's body is going to go down a long shirt that will go down to your knees, and it'll have a four pack, and then just like an obvious bulge right afterwards. But it's going it to listen. Be him and Marlo playing volleyball on the beach. Uh, like in the oh sun. my god! <laughs> like, so, I, so, all, so what you're telling me is I just need to transcribe my dreams and then turn them into a shirt. I'll do it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting, man. Like, we all buy Jokic sort of like turning a corner and like becoming this more motivated person but you know it, especially with regards to his body but i don't know there's something about this whole story that i'm like man i feel like they're all just laughing at us behind the scenes i don't know <laughs> uh, i'm i'm here for it i'm completely buying it uh totally. the quote from murray was joker got a little four pack it's kind of weird to see him like this where he's more athletic he's moving a lot better <laughs> yes <laughs> i love that that uh, that that's a quote describing one of the 10 best players in the NBA. Like, it's weird to see him moving around like an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Christian, is there any world where this is a negative thing? Yoke's been so dominant as a heavy guy. Like, is there any way that this is like not great for Yoke? Oh, I'm, I'm 100% in on this. I expect him to come back looking like Baywatch David Hasselhoff or something yes. like that. <laughs> Just 2010s every single playoff game. Murray oh also God. said he looks like what he did during uh, Jamal's second year. Remember how skinny Jokic was back yes. then? I could definitely seeing that guy having a four pack. That's and, not and, that far off. Yeah. And that guy is a little bit quicker than we remember, right? Yeah, I mean, but he got pushed fast, around a little bit. He got pushed so, around a lot, too. No, well, so but that's the thing is you hopefully have a little bit more muscle. You know, you have a little bit more base to you. It's because there, I was watching back in, you remember the 40-point the game against Chris Stapps in the Garden, right? Oh, yeah. He had, like, three dunks in that game, and he had a bunch of, like, shot fake spin blow by for a dunk. And it's like. Yeah, he never does that anymore. It'd be great if somehow that was back in the arsenal. He's like shot faking from the three-point line. He was just so much more light on his feet back then, I think is how I put it, than he is right now. Yeah, but it's funny. Like with Jokic, we went from he's too small to be a a traditional five to he's too fat to be NBA. And there was like no – so hopefully we get like that in-between stage where it's like he he can't be moved – at I mean, will out of the paint. Here, guys, he went 25, 12, and 8 in the playoffs last year as a yeah. heavy set guy. Like, he's I never, been, been, he's we, never we, been too fat. Maybe he's been too fat for an October 30th game right. on yeah, a sure. Tuesday night <laughs> against the accurate. Pistons. He's been, uh, but he's, he's never been too day. fat. He's never been too heavy before. Yeah. Well, Zion and Jokic don't have a lot in common, but the one thing they do is they both got <laughs> body shamed this year. Yeah, we can so bond over this. Shame. We can bond over this for sure. <laughs> great, great quote from Nemanja. Everybody, check us out on on YouTube. Be sure to like and comment over there. We're we're, we're making that our emphasis here. Um, no, but I do wonder about like I sit here and I think this. We we talk about this all the time. Jokic is doing all this without the great body. If he really did, just make himself a little bit more athletic. And we saw that first of all from October first to March eleventh, we saw a transformation in Jokic's body, and we saw it impact the way he played. What if we get even more of that? I mean, are we really, we really might be in, I'm starting the hype train here. Are we really in for the best Jokic yet? Man. man. Yes, of course we are. Right, yes, well. he gets better every time we see him in pressure situations. He gets better, we, we and, better should be, and better. We should be. He should be entering the prime of his career. And um, I, I feel like we could be, for sure. <laughs> it's um, tough. The hiatus throws a wrinkle in that, right? Because if everything's running... As planned, you have to say yes. He gets better every year. <laughs> when the playoffs start, he's going to destroy. But of course, obviously, this is a wrench in, in, in that sort of projection. Have, Let's have, talk about somebody else's body too. Yeah, Let's talk say, about Michael we... Malone's body. Oh, what God. do you think? <laughs> <laughs> now that is weird when you talk about somebody. Not <laughs> the one, right. yeah. The important thing to remember about Jokic is that he's never been bad. So it just doesn't no. matter. Like you know. It's true. Of Christian, what, have you heard anything about Zion? I mean, Zion's another guy. If we're talking about Muscle Watch, it's funny because Muscle Watch is the big thing in the summer, right? M- Muscle Watch 2020. Muscle Watch 2020 this year is just for this quarantine. Have you? What's what's the Muscle Watch status in New Orleans right now? <laughs> I, I've heard he actually looks a little more trim than, than he did Ooh. at the end of those 19 games. But I don't know, man. I mean, basketball shape is a whole different thing. I mean, you could be a few pounds lighter, but that doesn't mean you're – any more ready, I don't think, to play five on five. Zion's, yes. Zion's just like last nine months are just so weird. I mean, he was out for three yeah. months. He played a one and a half months of games, and he's just been chilling in his house ever since. Yeah. Yeah. And that weight gain seems to just be like a natural thing. Like when a dude that big, right, can't be moving, can't be working out every day. Like 
he's got Paul du- Paul Bunyan disorder. You know, he just keeps growing. Yeah, I, I feel like he could like be bench pressing his entire house if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna feel so bad for the guys who get to Disney World and are just visibly out of shape because they're gonna get absolutely killed. <laughs> they're gonna get killed, and I'm gonna feel bad because like. Well, you're gonna hear him panting on the broadcast. Like, there's gonna be no other noise. Let's make a bet. Who, who comes back out of shape? Joel, oh, you... James Harden. James? No, James, no, James Harden is like crazy like skinny right now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. R.I.P. Posty. Give us in the comments. Tell us who's coming in out of shape, uh, other than a Joel Embiid. All right, Harrison, take us away to our first break. When we get back, we're gonna talk some Pelicans. The NBA rigged it for the Pelicans. Or did they? <laughs> Stay tuned. I'm gonna crack, crack one of these babies. Uh, mile high, mile high city copper lager, the beer of the eight seeding games and playoffs. Oh, sweet baby! <laughs> it's the official slogan. Yeah, the beer of the eight seeding games. <laughs> Pick it up at Davidson's. Uh, you can get it pickup or delivery there. You can also get it at uh, Breck Brew, all your liquor stores as well. Um, also, I believe we have a WGT tournament this we weekend. Do. We do. We do. do we have a name? Or I don't think we have a name. We have to think of one. Help us think of one. Yeah, the, we'll call Day. it like the... We're the, playing the, the famous the, holes. We need something famous fathers. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, name pending on the WGT event this weekend. <laughs> uh, if you want to get involved, you uh, and you and if you haven't already, Download WGT from dnvrgolf.com and join the DNVR2 clubhouse. If you didn't get in the uh, main clubhouse, just search for the DNVR2 clubhouse on WGT. That's how you can get in the uh, tournament this weekend. So that should be a fun time. I will yeah. not be wearing this the shirt. Blazers. I will not be wearing this shirt. <laughs> well, so you can guarantee that Harrison will be out of the top 10 if he's not wearing that bad boy. I like to imagine that Harrison vapes too when he's playing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Phone. He's just has. Uh, these are some uh, erroneous uh, accusations. Uh, can, I, can I take one moment in time to call out uh, Buckets, who said that they shouldn't take my gambling advice when I said that we should all bet, bet on Amanda Nunez, who won. Yeah. I, $10 I cleaned you $50. up on Amanda Nunez. I cleaned I, up. Just so everybody knows, in my entire DraftKings life now, I am now 10 and 1 on my bets. 10 and 1. Wow. I, that's I, right. That, that's actually really good. We need you to start doing this. So you just well, I know. Yeah, you're on the uh, you're on the better of the week this or the pick of the week this week. Oh, snap. All right. Well, oh, I, I should like have shut my mouth. Come on, Chris. This spot determines which futures bet I place. I love it. That's exactly <laughs> like how the it awareness be, to put laughing be. my ass off. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. All right, guys. Um all right, Christian. So the Pelicans, we're going to give Pelicans center stage. We want to go through over the next couple of weeks. We want to have people on covering all of the teams vying for playoff position for that eight seed. The Pelicans are the most interesting team. I'm saying it right now. I think they're the most interesting team in the seeding round. Um, you push back quite a bit. In fact, wrote a column on this that the NBA didn't necessarily just like do this just for the Pelicans. It, there's like the the easy narrative out there that it's like, oh, the NBA laid rolled out the red carpet for the Pelicans. You seem to think that's not necessarily the case. <laughs> Defend your absurd homeristic position. Yeah, I've been in New Orleans for like five months, and I'm a huge homer now. Uh, <laughs> the whole point of like the, the thing I wrote over the weekend was the Pelicans' path to getting the eight seed is more difficult now than what it would have been if they just played the season out. I mean, if they played it out, they had the easiest schedule in the NBA. Mm. I think 15 of their final 18 were against teams with losing records. They'd finally they'd taken all their injury lumps. They're finally healthy. The teams they're in contention with were largely banged up too. Memphis. Uh, Portland didn't have Nurkic and all that. All those teams have since gotten healthy. Um, and now, basically, they got eight games of runway to to try to catch up with Memphis. That's not going to happen. So they just got to pray they get the ninth seed. And I think the thing that sealed it for me was I saw that if, if teams are tied in number of games back, yeah. uh, then it's going to be winning percentage instead of head-to-head tiebreakers. So, like, the Trailblazers and the Pelicans are tied in, in games back right now of the eighth seed. If they go both both go six and two, the Trailblazers will get the ninth seed instead of the Pelicans, even though the Pelicans swept the regular season series. Yeah, that was a really that was convincing argument. I know, like I'm so yeah. ready. That was All right, really yeah, I don't have, a, I don't have a counter to that. <laughs> it is true, though. So eight games. Part of the reason that they did this, 
And it's not just the money, although it's largely that, but it was also that they wanted to create some kind of intrigue. They wanted it to be like, okay, we, there's something in doubt. And I think there is. I think the Pelicans can get into the playoffs. But it is tough. To your point, they're three and a half games back, if I'm not mistaken. There's only eight games to make up. They pretty much have to run the table to get to overcome Memphis and get the eight seed and be the higher seed there. That was almost never going to happen in eight games. The only way was for them to get to the to first of all beat off all the other challengers and then get to the well. It's probably better. Probably a better way I could have said that. <laughs> <laughs> they beat off every one of them one at a time. Are we just they not doing phrasing anymore? <laughs> Well, it was fun before we got canceled. That was fun. Uh, (laughs) To beat off all of the other challengers and get to the nine. No, if they they do get to the nine seed, then they can challenge and have to win back-to-back against Memphis, which is tough. I think winning back-to-back games against anybody in the NBA is tough. The Nuggets, if you said gun to your head, Nuggets have to get into the playoffs, they have to beat Washington twice, you'd be like, I don't, don't feel great about that. So to your point, I do think it's kind of tough. Do you see them doing it? Is your is your prediction? Where do you think this is going to play out for them? Do I see them like getting the eighth seed? Both. Do you see them being the ninth seed Ooh. to challenge them, and then do you see them winning those to get there? Yeah, I think I think they got a really good shot to get the ninth. I mean, they have to win one more game than Portland, and I, I mean Portland's going to be tough. I mean, they made the Western Conference Finals last year. Nurk is back. Zach Collins is back. Um, but even if they do that, I don't. I don't know if they can beat Memphis at full strength twice in a row. Um, they've already beat Memphis twice this year. They're probably going to have to play them once or twice in the remaining eight games. So, like we're we're looking at a scenario where they've already beat them twice this year, and they'll probably have to beat them three out of four times at minimum to to get the eight seed. I don't know. That's really hard to do when teams are fairly evenly matched. Ugh. I'm kind I'm of just be so mad. I'm kind of on the Portland bandwagon, too. I think Portland gets into the play-in game. I, I just think Memphis is going to be the eighth seed. And then if you have to do that play-in game, I just don't see Memphis losing two in a row to any of those teams. So I, I do think it's going to be Memphis. But the fact that you just mentioned, the the way the, the, the it's going to be winning percentage or whatever, I do think it's going to be Portland that, that beats New Orleans. So I find that interesting. Let me ask you this. Brandon Ingram has had health issues in the past with the blood clotting. Has there been any sort of conversation about him maybe not participating? I mean, to, to me, he seems like a guy that would be at a little bit more of an elevated risk. Have you heard anything on that front? Uh, as far as I know, I mean, he's a full go. I think I think all the, the Pelicans young guys are, are chomping at the bit. Um, you know, I think maybe some of the older guys are looking at this like, uh, we got to come back to a second training camp. Uh, we got to quarantine, be away from our family at weeks, and our whole prize is playing the Lakers in the first round. Right. So, wow. like, I saw Putting it. LaMarcus Aldridge on blast right now. Man. <laughs> Putting him on blast. <laughs> well, like, I saw Derek Favors did the Pelicans podcast a couple weeks ago. He's like, yeah, I started working out two weeks ago. I thought the season was done, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool. Nice admission, though. I like that he's honest. Uh, J.J. Redick, what about, I mean, he's another guy that – you know, he's at that point now where his days are sort of, like, numbered, right? He's at the, the very end of his career, the twilight of his career. So having to do what, what you said, a whole other training camp, that take that might take some a year or two off of his, his career, and that could be millions of dollars. Um, J.J. Reddick's got to keep the playoff streak going right now. That's What's true. That? Hasn't 13, he always made the playoffs? Every, like, year, every year of his basketball 13 career. for 13, yeah. That was, like, yeah. a whole preseason talking point was the first time him and Zion talked. Uh, you know, JJ was giving him all these pointers, and then he turned to him real serious. He's like, "Hey, man, don't uh, don't screw this up for me." So yeah, so I really <laughs> wonder if this whole uh, this whole thing is rigging it for JJ Reddick's playoff. Uh, yeah, probably. That's, I, I think, think that's that might that, that's the number one priority of the NBA is making <laughs> yeah. sure JJ Reddick's playoff streak stays intact. Do you think this is like one of the questions everybody's talking about? But do you think this year's champion will have an asterisk or should have an asterisk next to them? I mean, I, everybody's been saying it, but I think it's true. It depends on who wins. If the Lakers win, then it's going to be, like, the greatest championship ever. And the, badge, the badge of <laughs> so honor. True. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't believe how They might get a patch on the am. front right here. Oh, my God. <laughs> the funniest outcome would be if the Rockets win. Like, the Rockets win the quarantine championship. Oh, man. Oh, and you're so right. Out, but yeah, you're right. The rest and, of and, the league should contest it, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
that would be great. Especially like the Rockets seem miserable even from an owner. Like I think t- Fertitta's ready to break up. They the are team. miserable for financial reasons. He's like, you know what? I have an expensive GM and coach and players. I just want to tank yeah, for a I, while. I miss tanking. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we we angered the entire uh, nation of China. We uh, <laughs> yeah. we don't deserve this asteroid. <laughs> like, it's been a rough season for the old for the old uh, Rockets. Um, are people excited? I mean, what is with the team? I mean. One of the reasons you want a young team to get into the playoffs is because you want them to get playoff experience. Whether they get in or not, they're going to be playing do-or-die basketball. They're going to be on the big stage. Is that good enough, or is it sort of important for those young guys to get into an actual playoff, in your opinion? I mean, I I think if they just play meaningful games, then at least the folks in the front office will be happy, and that's what these eight games are going to be. Um, I don't know. I I think there's a lot of parallels between – you know, the Pelicans this year and that first season I was covering the Nuggets when, you know, not a lot of people were coming out for the games, but it got better as the season wore on. Um, I think, you know, two years from now, it'll it'll be a lot like Denver where the attendance is really good and it's starting to become a thing in the city. But, yeah, I mean, right now it's still kind of just the diehards paying attention. It's getting a little bit better, but. Yeah. Are there this diehard one, Pelican fans? There's like seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> Are they, were they formerly Hornets? They had to be Hornets fans before, right? And then they just turned into Pelicans fans? Yeah, there have been some people who've followed them since the Hornets days. But it's weird, man. It's it's just such a football town. I, I went to one poor, uh, New Orleans game in Smoothie Keem Arena, believe it or not. I never told you guys this story. Do you know who I saw when I was there? The guy who plays Marlo from The Wire. Wow. wow. Yeah, well, I was going to guess Drew Brees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drew Brees. Um, it was, uh, it was, uh, anyway, all right, well, let's take another break here, Harrison, on the other end, on the other end, let's, uh, play one of my favorite games we've ever come up with, at least I hope it's going to be one of my favorite games we've ever Oh, it's going to be a, a real whiz bang, let's I do it. It's a can't miss. A real one. How spicy. <laughs> it could probably miss. spice, so, um, take us to break, Harrison, when we get back, we'll have some fun. All right, guys, Green Mountain Dental Group in Lakewood, they're the best, oh, excuse me. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like all of us. If you schedule a cleaning, X-ray, I'll, I'll, I'll and exam, I'll only go there if I can get a free Sonicare. Is that the deal? Yeah, that's, that's my deal. That's that's got to have that. Change your life. You can get that free Sonicare when you schedule a cleaning, X-ray, and exam. Wow. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. A longtime DNVR partner, and remember, get a cleaning, X-ray, and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush today. Also, that could come in handy after a cup of Strava Craft coffee, which you can get <laughs> for 20% off when you use the Man code DNVR20, <laughs> StravaCraftCoffee.com. It's packed with CBD. It can help out with long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, pretty much whatever ailing you these days. So 20% off today. Strava Craft coffee with the promo code DNVR20. You know what, right, Nemanja? I'm... It's the same amount of breaks every show. It's been the same <laughs> every night. Another break? Jeez, two two breaks in an hour. All right, um, the, the, the game, I feel like Much we need like now. a trumpet to like... Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> that was good. That's fine. That, yeah. that worked, right. that worked perfect. That guy, where that, that trumpet... There it is. Look right. at the spice. Wow, what a beautiful graphic. D-Live, what a great though. graphic. Yeah, that wow, is a great graphic. You know what? We'll give you a little pause here. Yeah. Uh, all right, you, you take center stage here, Christian. We want to know your thoughts here. We have... Um, on a scale of one to five, you can um, you can just tell us how many chili peppers it is. Number one, Zion will be a top five player in the oh. seeding round in the whole NBA. Top five seeding. Seed oh. is do or die. That's they're, the, yeah. they're one of the few teams that actually it is do or die. Don't forget that the seeds are the spiciest part of the pepper. You mean out of all twenty-two <laughs> teams, right? Out of all twenty-two teams, yeah, oh, that's that's pretty spicy. I think that's. Uh, I'm going to say three point five peppers. Well, I, it well, has to be whole peppers. Be I, peppers. I only have enough time to make okay. whole peppers. Okay, all right, I'm going to go four peppers. How many? Four peppers. Four, four peppers. peppers. That's really spicy. Muy caliente. Okay. Wow. okay. Four, four, four peppers. Um, <laughs> I'd agree. That's pretty damn spicy. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, hold on, hold on a second, guys. LeBron. Giannis, they're not going to be one of the top five because they might rest. They might not need to. They have nothing to play for. They're already locked up the number one seed for the most part. So we already throw those two guys out. Kevin Durant's not in here. Steph Curry's not in here. 
it's possible. Even even if you go to like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, if the Nuggets stumble a little bit, they might be able to rest a game or two. A lot of top players are just gonna maybe not be given there. I am saying that it is not spicy. It's one pepper. I think that this one is pepper. Spicy. I think it's a single pepper. It's mild. mild. I think Zion might be one of the five best players in the NBA during the seeding round. Ah, uh, wow. Uh, is he gonna have a minutes restriction? That's a great question. Uh, I mean, he's full go before. Uh, I expect I'll still be a full go unless, you know, you sat on the couch and just ate for the entire <laughs> yeah, how can three you, months. How can you have a minutes restriction when it's like if you're you at find the out very he end does, here? Well, it is before you report it, can you let us know so we can adjust <laughs> our business accordingly? I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to say, I think he could play like 30 plus minutes a night. And if he does that, just think about the numbers. His per 36 are insane. I think he could put up some crazy numbers. All right. I think yeah. I still think it's Muy Caliente. Muy personally. Caliente. All right. Number two, MPJ will be the third leading scorer on the Denver Nuggets. You're asking me this? You guys are the Nuggets writers. Hey, come on. Come oh, okay. On. You need to rate the spice. So come on. Um, <laughs> this isn't the most technical, scientific. It's right in the middle. Scale. It's right in the middle. I'll say uh, three peppers. A three pepper. Okay. Yeah. Harrison, is three peppers <laughs> accurate for MPJ being the third leading scorer? He barely played. Yeah, yeah this that, is a five that's pepper a, taste. That's an, that's an so Fuego. Yeah, that's an Ed Fuego. This is so <laughs> spicy. Are you, Christian, are you really high on MPJ scoring that? And first of all, are you that high on him playing that many minutes? For, well, first off, are you high? <laughs> uh, I am off one truly. Yeah, you know, you're right. I, I guess he just doesn't play. That's, you know, that's tough to score when you're on the bench. It is true. It is true. <laughs> I love when Christian undermines his own point. That's just my favorite. Um, Maybe if the one. Nuggets like clinch a uh, clinch their space and like like their matchup, they can rest some guys and just let MPJ go off. But he's only got to do it for eight games too. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. you you need like three big games. The thing yeah. that the thing that we're like that we're kind of talking around is that this eight games almost represents like a new season, right? It's like it is. Yeah, he's he's like almost not a rookie anymore. So he's like coming back is like. Not a, like he's now he's a grizzled vet. So you know I can I see him. Like, question: Is MPJ going to be one of the five best players in the? NBA? <laughs> <laughs> That's a one. That's a one. Mile at best. Mile, let's get crazier. Uh, <laughs> right, next, next one up in vote. You can sort of uh, audit Christian on this one. The San Antonio Spurs will go zero and eight in seeding round. Jesus. <laughs> so Marcus Aldridge breaking news: Lamarcus Aldridge is not going to be playing. He had surgery like a month ago. Knew. And so now the Spurs breaking. didn't let anybody know. And, and Adam is going to be playing, so double whammy. Yeah. And Adam had already decided they were going to go zero and eight before this that's Lamarcus true. Aldridge news. <laughs> uh, that's four peppers. How dare you? Ooh, How dare you? Yeah, oh, the portal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> don't spit it. Don't disperse Jakob Pertle's good name. I think that's pretty muy caliente. Lose all eight? I mean, come on. I think yeah, that, I'm, I'm kind of with Adam. I think this could be like oh one or God. two. Are they even going to have Popovich for this thing? <laughs> Is he going to be coaching? They got it's Becky true. Hammond. Come on. Oh, and eight? That's like an eight-game slide in the NBA. It's is, on the table, twice. That's <laughs> Dude, watch. They lose their first four. Then, I mean, they're just playing like um, – I don't even know who's on the end of their bench these days. But those guys, that's who they're playing these last four games. <laughs> If they, if, they met think, to. if they didn't think they were going to win the title last year, they definitely don't think they're going to win the title this well, that year. That doesn't mean they can't win uh, a single no, game. It's still four peppers. You know four what peppers. energy San Antonio is taking to this eight-game seeding round? The same energy they finished the seventh game of that series last year with. That Foul! Final, I mean, that final, like, no, we don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> right. We could. How about this? How hot is this take? Lonnie Walker is third on the Spurs in scoring. Oh. Uh, who are the Spurs players again? <laughs> well, well, just just for some, it's kind of like the MPJ question because he was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and nine, tenth. You guys are on, in scoring on the regular season. Wow, guys, look at this one. You're gonna be shocked. Matt Moore said the Spurs. Yeah. Playoffs. So I'd like to I'd like to put money on Adam's take now. Actually. <laughs> so I say they're gonna go 0 and 8. Matt says they're gonna just like leapfrog five teams to the playoffs. So, I don't. You know what? He could be right. I just without Lamarcus Aldridge, no way. Um. All of the here's another one for you, Christian. All of the star players, all of the main star <laughs> players, 
in the NBA. The Spurs are definitely going to beat the Nuggets in game. That's a great point. That last comment is 100%. That's a great comment. Yeah, if they do, then you guys have to eat five spicy peppers. We should make some kind of thing like that. I have one, Adam. Unless you have a really good one you're excited for. Well, I have a bunch. We're going to do this for a while. It's fun. Okay. Um, The Portland Trailblazers will not be in the play-in game. And and it won't be the Portland Trailblazers will will be 500 or worse. The guy says that's one pepper, apparently. Producer guy. Um, Portland's schedule is actually super weird. They play a lot more Eastern Conference teams than the other West teams do. Does anyone feel like Portland is sitting at home like, let's go do this? Yes. yes. I, I totally Absolutely do. they do. Dame really? Lillard wants this, oh, yes. I got to feel like. Nurkic, Nurkic wants this. Absolutely, they were. They went yeah. to the Western Conference Finals last year. You think yeah, we're going to force the playoffs? Yeah, I'm wondering if that's more discouraging than encouraging. Nurk, Nurk wants to tell some people to have a good summer. Oh, oh dude, if they make the playoffs, it's going to infuriate me. I infuri- like I want to send them a have a nice summer message worse than anything in this world. And if they make it and like somehow squeak to out edge can a quick basketball. Have you already if, made the graphic, Eric? Is it already ready to oh, go? Oh, are you kidding me? Like that's all I've been thinking that's literally all I've been thinking about. And I He's couldn't already use it made last the year. Ugh, makes me Kirk, crazy. Kirk is a hundred percent gonna be out of shape. He never got in shape. He, he wasn't allowed to play and then the season's not playing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I I, think that, I... That, that's a good comment there from Peter. I, I don't know. Portland doesn't scare me too much. Um, the I said the, all of the All Stars, the main All Stars in the NBA, are going to be in great shape. One, that's not a hot really? take at all. Really, I feel like everybody's going to be in like maybe not great basketball shape, but just really good <laughs> overall physical shape. These guys haven't been doing anything for three months. Like, Counterpoint. They don't know anything other than to work out. Counterpoint. Joel Embiid. Oh. Had you considered that? <laughs> okay. I He's going to come, dude. Everybody, yeah. everybody is literally going. I mean, there's so much time now. Did you guys see that picture of Harden? Yeah. That was yeah. crazy. I, it was, like, very jarring. It was actually jarring. It was so crazy. Yeah, he looks like he's, like, 205 right now. Yeah. Um. Oops. Yeah, Embiid, Embiid is the one. Embiid is the one for sure. I, I'd be very nervous about Embiid, but everybody else I think is going to be fine. Um, all right, you have to answer this one, Christian. The quality of basketball will be average. It's going to be average. Oh, uh, two peppers. Oh, I like it. That's not too spicy. Yeah. All right, medium. Yeah. So yeah. You, you think it'll be okay? You don't think – because some people are like, the basketball is going to be terrible. It's going to be unwatchable. Yeah, I've, I've heard some people say, like, oh, this is going to be, like, the 99 lockout over yeah. over again. And I, I, I don't think it's going to be like that. Like, guys are so much more, like, on working out and, like, maintaining their diet now. I, I feel like we've come a long way in 20 years. And, and they know, too, like, these are these are all really important games. Yeah. If another can person it. compares this to 99 lockout, I am going to walk, <laughs> walk off my balcony. I'm just so over that. <laughs> My favorite thing on the show, running thing, is when Harrison gets pissed. That's, I'm yeah, that's it's good. Like, so happy usually, you. usually you're the reason, so that's uh, that, that yeah. stands to that not actually tonight, follows. Anybody, not tonight. <laughs> um, all right, we got another one here, another spicy take, guys. In the comments, by the way, if you have a spicy, you want a, a spicy question, send it to us. We'll yeah, we'll spice it, it up, baby. Spice, spice it up. It up. Um, LeBron will average thirty minutes per game or less in the seeding round. Uh, I don't think that's hot at all. Uh, one, one yeah, they're, pepper. Okay, they're good, man. Yeah, they're Enough. good. I think I think LeBron's like at least sitting two of those games. Yeah. yeah. So if the Lakers just start two and zero, they've clinched the first seed, maybe based on what the Clippers have done and what the Nuggets have done. It's like <laughs> they could just do that, and uh, yeah, they'd be good. LeBron, yeah, they man. have it so they have it so well. By the way, we reported last week that it was going to be a PAD, PEDs welcomed event. That's no longer <laughs> the case. The NBA has clarified they're not testing uh, for recreational drugs. They yeah, you guys know what that means. There are going to be so many weed gummies. Yeah, it's oh, going to yeah. be like a oh, weed yeah. gummy party. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're, they need the something. They're going to need something to compensate for the lack of uh, family in attendance <laughs> at, at Disney World. <laughs> 
Wow. That's, a, yeah. that's, that's five spice. It's not even a take. It's just a comment. That's a five spice comment. Um, <laughs> look at this one here. He said that the, LeBron playing less than 30 minutes is spicy mayo, which I love. That's a good one. We need uh, our lowest one to be. I have to say, after we were talking about HGH being allowed, even though it wasn't, I was like, why am I not personally taking HDH? And I looked into it. And it turns out there's some pretty negative side effects, but I, I, I definitely considered it. <laughs> I also, I'm not sure if you can take HDH and just sit there and like become ripped. I think well, I don't know. I mean, let's, what do you know? You don't know. You're right. I've never tried HDH. Full, full admission. Um, all right. Lonzo Ball will have t- more total made three-pointers than Jamal Murray. Man, you, you love this one. I do love it. God, why do you love that? Why do you love want, comparing want Lonzo and Jamal so much three point shooters? Lonzo, Adam loves Lonzo. You just got to deal with this, Christian. You have to deal with it. I mean, I, I like him too. Uh, I mean, Lonzo's a, a better three point shooter than Jamal now. I mean, look at the numbers from this year. I'd, I'd say like a three. Oh, so, oh, come on, guy. What's going on? He's just going to throw out he's at a three. Uh, I like... uh, no, I was, I was hot taking the better three point shooter than Jamal. <laughs> Oh, well. Guy, we love having like? you on the show, but you have to wear shoes. You I have to wear shoes. I do my best collection practice. You're too casual. You're just, yeah, you're too casual. He's going to have shirt off next time. Maybe pants off. Uh, I have one from uh, Zach Madez here, um, perhaps a relation. The, we'll just say, we'll state it as a fact to see how it is. The NBA will use stuffed animals as the oh. crowd like they did in the KBO. Definitely yes. not. They will definitely not be doing that. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a little too, that's a little a little too, too Korean. Little, yeah. I like the idea of just having one fan. Like every, rep, every <laughs> team gets one fan. I really yeah. want them to just graft a 2K crowd in the background and just like green screen it behind. Yeah, I have no desire to see that whatsoever. <laughs> um, last one here, unless we have another one of the comments. MPJ. Oh, this is a good one. MPJ will average more points in the seeding round than Brandon Ingram. <laughs> no way. That is that's incredibly not happening. spicy. So it's a five. That's yeah. like way too spicy. And fuego. Inedible. Um, <laughs> Brandon right. Ingram is going to be playing like 45 minutes a game in the yeah. seeding round. Spicy, how spicy, this was the greatest game in internet game show history. Oh, five, one, five, a one. I'd say, I'd say a one. No, that's a one. one. That's, that's a no one. pepper. That's a fact. It's a that's one. Pepper. Yeah, that's pepperless. That is pepperless. <laughs> All right. We have a, we have a, look at votes back. We have a guest where our, our homie Jack is back to, to, to take on the oh, show. Oh, boy. Jack, what's going on, buddy? Welcome back yeah, to the show. Man. Oh, it's, and he's even wearing a Steps shirt. I love it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good luck, uh, Steps shirt. So you have a great helper here in Christian Clark who is a, a, an encyclopedia of, of facts. <laughs> all right, all right. Hopefully some of them are about the nuggets, but uh, uh, unclear. Harrison, are you? Uh, let's bring up your prizes just so you know we can be reminded of exactly what it is um, that you you stand to gain here. We've got all kinds of great stuff from uh, from the. This is the Mile High City Copper Logger Steps, and the guy that was my cue for you to pull up the. Uh, yep, yeah, that was that was a verbal cue. That's uh, bring on up the the prizes. The text. <laughs> we'll do it. Bring live. up the amazing <laughs> prizes. There they are. Uh, we got a water bottle. We have some hats. We have some T-shirts. Jack, you are you ready? <laughs> To go uh, the I, I hope so. You'll know, look at the second hat available for winning. It's this hat right here. Not oh. this exact hat, but it's uh, the same just, model. Just received word that hat is no longer available. No, no longer available <laughs> to win. That <laughs> right. picture is uh, Harrison's babe. <laughs> All right, Harrison, take us away. All right. Um, just a forewarning here. This is a very DNVR Nuggets podcast centric step. So if you been listening to the podcast you my should, guy uh, jack's always listening yeah he's always listening we're, we're about to find out <laughs> <laughs> number one which player of these three did not play for the denver nuggets darko milicic dikimbi matumbo marcus camby darko that is correct <laughs> one for one <laughs> one for one <laughs> Number two, <laughs> what country is Michael Porter Jr. from? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I mean, from the U.S., right, Christian? Nailed it. 
Yeah. He's from bucket okay. stands. Nailed it. That is correct. Right. I love it. I love that it's it's like a trick question. It's like the U.S. <laughs> I know. That's Seems my question. A bit too simple. <laughs> yeah, he got it. Roll the graphic. He got it. <laughs> two for two. There we go. Oh, look at this new T-shirt. Uh, I allegedly are going to be making here shortly. I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait. wait either. I can't. What's it going to look like? Who knows? <laughs> Uh, number three, which sponsor of this podcast, this is kind of a sad question, used to get their own air horn? Oh, this is a sad question. <laughs> used to. And still can if well. they pay enough. <laughs> I mean, you got Breck and Brew. I think they still do. It could be dental. It's not illegal for you to it would, it would, this one yeah. right, Pete. I mean, it Jack, would, it would be a, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it'd be illegal for us to give this sponsor yeah, an air horn now. No integrity. It could, I don't know, it could Pete's... Uh, you guys say illegal? <laughs> oh, illegal, yeah. Illegal Pete. Oh, he got <laughs> it! <laughs> Still alive. That was a while ago. We have to give away these prices. <laughs> Why go through the rig and roll of this game at all, though? I'm just going to mail them away. <laughs> all right, number four here. What is the name of the Denver-themed sports bar, sports bar located at the corner of Colfax and York? Oh, wow. Sounds like a great DNVR. bar. Wow. wow. He got it. Incredible. The DNVR bar. That's wow. Unbelievable. We are rolling right through these. Number five. Which sponsor of this show provides a service that your balls will thank you for? <laughs> By the way, not illegal peeps. Also, don't show this part of the show to your parents. That is correct. Also, not Green Mountain Dental. All right, five down, five more to go. Uh, Here we go, number six. Which center did Nikola Jokic beat out for All-NBA first team last season? As in, like, who was on second team? Yeah, who did he beat out? You have to name every other center in the NBA. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, uh, Joel Embiid. That is correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to do it again this year. Yeah, I don't even know if you can classify what he's going to do this year as beating him out. It's not even close. Uh, number seven, which of these players did the Nuggets draft in the first round? Juancho Hernan Gomez, Will Barton III, Nico Jokic. Juancho. That's right. Wow. That's right. Oh, that was quick. That was quick. Very easy. What was it? Number, f- he number got 15? It. He got it. Yeah. 17? I want the record to show Christian. Oh, he can yeah. help on Jamal him. at 7, Juancho 15, and Malik 19. There you go. All right. Oh. Weird flex, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was impressive. Uh, number 8. What country is Giannis Antetokounmpo from? Uh, Greece. Man, Jack is crushing it. Eight for wow. eight. Eight for eight, wait, wait, baby. Wait. I, I hate to be this guy, but isn't he technically from Nigeria? Or is that yeah, quiet. Get out of here, no, Christian. He's from Greece. He's, from he's not the Nigerian freak. <laughs> Beat it. Number nine. Which player on the Nuggets has nickname Composure? EJ Dozier. EJ Dozier. Someone's a loyal listener. Nine for nine. Official, official nickname that he's literally never heard and would hate if he did here. A question so difficult, even PJ Dozier doesn't know the answer to that one. (laughs) I I think PJ Dozier would like that nickname. I think he would like it. All right. Number 10. Number 10. Here we go. Oh, baby. Which player has not won a finals MVP? I think this question is correct. <laughs> oh, God. I just kind of went with this one because it was on here. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry, Dwayne Wade. Oh, Steph yeah, Curry. Yeah, there's a right answer there. Man. Final answer? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. He got it. Oh, 10 for 10. Two Breck Blue prizes. Now you're going for the big one here. The cooler. Oh, the cooler. Chicks dig coolers. Oh, baby. I just, just got to warn you, these questions get a lot harder after <laughs> 10. Really yeah. Steep drop off here. It's yeah. a steep jump. Uh, starting with number 11. <laughs> Who eliminated the Nuggets from the playoffs in the second round of the 1994 NBA playoffs? <laughs> I know this Jack one. was negative something years old. Negative nine. 
Who eliminated the Nuggets uh, from the playoffs in the second round of the 94 playoffs? Christian, you uh, got anything? Oh, man. I was one. Uh, I know the answer. Do you guys care? Nope. nope. I, I care, yeah. <laughs> um, shit, man, I don't know. Man. This I know was they the beat. I don't know 94. They lost 94. <laughs> that was... Hmm. I'll tell you that there was two players that did most of the work all alone. Oh, Utah. <laughs> God, that was too easy. <laughs> but you make I, sense. I was kind you of leaning towards name. Utah. Yeah, you're like, my secret clue is that it's the Utah Jazz. <laughs> I mean, okay, I was kind of leaning towards Utah because I just knew they were good. Yeah, yeah the, really the, good the, the, the first one, we got that triumphant image of Dikemi Mutombo after they beat the Sonics and then um, yeah. and they lost to the GD Jazz after that. <laughs> Is that your final answer, Jack? The Utah yeah. Jazz? <laughs> Alright, you got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Uh, on to number 12 here. Which center did the Nuggets select with the third pick in the 1998 NBA draft? Which like center? Mutombo, right? Christian, you know? Uh, well, I, I know it wasn't Matumbo. Matumbo was on no, the 94 team. He's got to be a bust, right? Did the Nuggets select with the third pick in the 98 draft? Oh. Um, I love this one. Big fan of this question. Wait, just is Googled it. It's, it's not Thomas Welsh. Is it, uh, <laughs> oh man, I don't want to tell you the wrong thing, but is it Rafe LaFrance? Oh. Hmm. I, maybe I'll just go with it. Should I? We're going to need an answer. We're going to need a lock uh, in. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Rachel Frank, I guess. He got it! Oh, 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 Christian oh. coming up clutch, baby! What a clutch wow. lifeline. <laughs> wow. Coming up clutch. All right, number 13. Man, we are moving along here. Absolutely Only no five. <laughs> yeah, no, no more help coming. This is good stuff. Only five Denver Nuggets have scored 40 or more points in a playoff game. Name all five. Yep, wow. It's fun having you here, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so well, the five players to score 40 or more in a playoff game. If you want to throw Christian under the bus, feel free. Um, but thanks well, for I mean, I know Melo and Jokic are up there. That's two. I mean, it could be David Thompson. I feel like that would be a safe bet, maybe. I mean, I mean it's not final, though. I mean... Yeah. Maybe Dan Issel. Hmm. There's one name. I just don't know, man. Yeah, Unless one a, of these. One of these is borderline impossible. Unless man. a voice speaks to you like from the other side. Kiki Vandaway might have. I need Jeff Morton to text me right now. <laughs> so, Yosef and Mello. Bad news for you. He doesn't know how to use a phone. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll go Jokic, Mello. We'll just say David Thompson. It's three. Got any ideas, Christian? I I, I know there there's someone super obscure for the fifth one. I know That's these guys I'm are thinking. just being dicks. Yeah. Yeah. And confirm. This is the thirteenth question here. Uh, Welcome to the steps. You think we're just giving away these? Coolers for We nothing? got the Rolls Royce of coolers on the line here. Uh, I'll just say, okay, this is a complete shot of the dark, but Robert Pack? Uh, maybe. But that also made me think of Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, possibly. But he's not obscure. I don't I, well, I, he, well, we still have two more people. <laughs> I, lo I love the teamwork here, guys. Right, I love the teamwork. Oh, let's like say Jokic, Mello, uh, David Thompson. Who else do you want to go with? Um, maybe Bobby Jones? Is that the guy? I, is that his name? <laughs> that is a Nuggets that player's that is name. A, yeah. <laughs> so that I, part's I down. <laughs> making sure I'm thinking about the right part. I feel like he would be the obscure person you're talking about. Maybe not, though. Okay, we're going to need some no, official we'll answers. We'll go with, official okay. answers Me here. Mello, Jokic, Thompson. We'll go with Kiki and... Dan Ishel, probably not. Get out of here! Get out of here. Oh. <laughs> what a run. Stay 
on the line, Jack, you'll have a chance. Uh, you did win two prizes, which is pretty good. That's that is good. What people. do you mean pretty good? That's amazing. That's really it's good. Incredible. Give him the list. Give him the list. Carmelo Anthony, Nikola Jokic, Alex Ingris. Alice, Alex English. Alex My God. English? Both. David both Thompson. And is that Calvin Nat? Calvin Nat. Uh, uh, Calvin Nat. Nat. The four usual suspects and Calvin Nat. Really tough one. Smello. Smello, yeah. Take that Smello. Take that Smello. Of course, Smello, Anthony. I can't uh, believe I've ever used that in my hatred of Mello. Smello. Christian, Go for it. not every NBA player will be back in shape, but you were like a well-trimmed athlete yeah. for this show. Nice four-pack. I'll, I'll be in shape at the bubble. <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> right. Sounds good. Everybody else, thanks so much for, for hanging with us today. We got a great lineup tomorrow. Sean Hyken, we're going to be talking Portland. Same stuff, but we're going to be talking Portland. Boo. <laughs> Maybe this tomorrow, yeah. Sean Hyken, extremely nice. Great dude. But the Portland Trailblazers, not exactly our favorite. So we're going to have to just grin and bear it. But it'll be, it'll be fun nonetheless. Everybody else, thanks for hanging with us. We'll see you tomorrow. Denver Rubber Company is the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects. They've been doing it since 1972, and they have remained open during these times to provide products to other essential businesses. DRC is family owned and operated and they're also die hard Denver sports fans. They're known for cutting and supplying rubber snowplow blades, but they also provide custom cut rubber and foam gaskets, hose assemblies and metal parts with their industry knowledge and their precise manufacturing. And I mean, it's precise. DRC is committed to supporting your needs, especially during these uncertain times. Be sure to call them today for any of your needs at 1-800-259-0010. You can also visit them at drcfirst.com backslash dnvr.